Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Regular Song of the Soul listeners know how much I love singer-songwriter and folk music, and it was some of that sort of music that first attracted me to Lisa Wildman, but that only scratches the surface of the music Lisa makes. As you'll hear today, classical music played exquisitely on her flute is deep in her bones, and we won't even be hearing from the country, zydeco, and opera music she does. Besides playing and singing with orchestras, her collaborations include performing with folk music-oriented Group W and children's-oriented music with Peanut Butter Jellyfish. We interviewed Lisa Wildman in person 10 years ago, and today Lisa joins us via Zoom from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Lisa, it's so great to have you back for Song of the Soul. Oh, I'm so honored that you would ask me a second time. I interviewed you back in 2010, and I think your musical universe must have changed a lot in 10 years. Get me up to date on what has happened in between. Well, I've been doing more singing of classical music. I always played the flute, and I just love making music, whether it's a bunch of people strumming guitars and harmonizing on the fly. A year ago, I was singing Handel's Messiah with the Philadelphia Orchestra. It was like, I think I dreamed it. I, maybe it didn't really happen, but it was so thrilling. And then this Christmas Eve, I led singing on Zoom worship. So it's all good. And what has happened with Peanut Butter Jellyfish and Group W in the meantime? Well, we've had to put it on pause. Denise, we formed Peanut Butter Jellyfish. She and I, when the weather was warm, we got together a couple times on our porches and sang socially distanced with our guitars, and that was fabulous. But we can't do anything. I did participate in a, a online choir that I was invited to sing in. It's not as much fun as there's something just special about live music together. And I think you've learned a little bit more about recording yourself, about how to capture your music. Yeah, I've taught myself how to use video and audio editing software. I kind of had some fun with that, splicing together myself, flute and voice and guitar all together. In fact, we could start with that one if you like. We could. Tell us about the song, what you're performing there. It's My Heart Will Go On. It was inspired by, I heard there was a man in Italy, you know, we were also inspired by the Italians singing from their balconies. And I thought, you know, I really want to play that penny whistle part, but I can't sing and play the guitar and do the penny whistle at the same time. What's the matter you? <laughs> so I researched it and found a way to do it and splice it together. And so on YouTube, you can see them come together. <laughs> on a video, but it worked for the audio too. It's just amazing what is available out there. And what about this song grabbed you? 
Well, I noticed looking at the songs that uh, you asked me to put together, there's a lot of songs about missing people who are far away. And that's certainly one of the elements of the beautiful lyrics of this song. Before this year, I just thought of it as a kind of a sappy love song. Not anything wrong with that. I love sappy love songs. But during the time period that I was unemployed, I thought, what can I give back? You know, I can sing a song of comfort to my friends. That's what made me want to record it. People may know this song as performed by Celine Dion. It's called My Heart Will Go On. It's actually written by James Horner and Will Jennings. Here is, though, Lisa Wildman performing and accompanying herself on My Heart Will Go On.
I'm so happy to have Lisa Wildman here again today for Song of the Soul. Last time I interviewed her was 10 years ago at a Friends General Conference National Gathering. She performed some songs in person and accompanied by Paul Tinkerhess on one of them. And there's been so much that's happened the past 10 years. And one of them is that she's learned some video audio editing that she can do via her phone. This song that we just heard, My Heart Will Go On, made famous by Celine Dion, but it was written by James Horner and Will Jennings, performed by Lisa Wildman. And when you want to track Lisa Wildman down, and like if you want to see the video of her performing that, she's got a YouTube channel. If you go to youtube.com slash C slash Lisa Wildman, again, the link is on northernspiritradio.org, and our hearts will go on to some more music. Now, one thing I would say, Lisa, I am stunned about how beautiful your singing is, because your life has been included so much of the flute. I mean, that's what you went to college, your secondary education from. But clearly, vocals come straight out of your heart through your vocal cords and sprinkle rainbows on the world. It seems to me that you must have been singing from a young age as well. I did. I always loved to sing. I didn't like being the center of attention, though, so I I preferred being back in the orchestra. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Was your family a musical family? Not much. If you go back a little further, my grandfather, my cousins, some were musical. My immediate family, not so much. In our first interview, again, back in 2010, I learned that you grew up in Texas, and does that mean you grew up singing the Yellow Rose of Texas or what What kind of stuff did you start out with? Yeah, folk songs like that. A lot of country music. I really admire the way country music songs are put together, like ballads. And then uh, went to a performing arts high school and learned about classical music. But at that time, I, I mean, I went to the high school that Nora Jones went to. I mean, not at the same time as her, but... And Edie Brickell, when you're in a school and everyone sings on that level, I didn't think my voice was anything special. Oh, it is. It is completely. Yes. If I just out of the blue ask you to sing Cotton Eye Joe, can you do it? Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe, something like that. You're supposed to be clapping as you do that, too, right? Yeah, I can do the dance. (laughs) For the friendly folk dancers, we do a medley sometimes, Texan-Mexican. We call it Bridge Over the River Grande. So we Santa Rita, which is Mexican, and Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, I'd like to hear that. (laughs) I'd like to do the dance. Someday, Mark, we can dance together again. Yes. I guess it's not going to be this coming year because the Friends General Conference gathering is going to be virtual again, sadly enough. But um, maybe you just want to come with the friendly folk dancers on our tour to England in the fall. You don't have anything else going, do you? (laughs) Oh, absolutely nothing. (laughs) Uh, We're going to have a lot lot of lost time to make up for, a lot of singing and dancing to do. Absolutely. So let's do some more of that music and share it with our listeners for Song of the Soul. What's next? Well, what occurs to me, as I was saying, I recorded My Heart Will Go On, although my favorite is to make music with other people. I uh, started playing the flute more and doing songs that are meant to be unaccompanied. 
you know, if you go back in history, people probably had more alone time. And the master of possibly all unaccompanied instruments was Bach. I know his cello suites are fantastic. He wrote wonderful music for flute, unaccompanied. So I got my Baroque flute out. So there's three of the songs I had picked are by Bach, two of them on the Baroque flute and one on the modern flute. I started playing those more lately in the pandemic time since I can't play with other people. Tell us about the songs. Is there any particular rhyme or reason to why these songs are the ones you're going to include? Oh, they're just some of my favorites to play flute unaccompanied. The two on Baroque flute, it's just such a pleasure to play Bach on a Baroque flute because it's really the flute that the music was designed to be played on. And I taught myself Baroque flute maybe 15 years ago. And it's like nothing else to play that music on the instrument it was written for. So the two I'm going to play on Baroque flute or you're going to hear played are Bore Anglaise and Sarah Bond, both by J.S. Bach. And then Allegro in C is on the modern flute. It's also kind of interesting to listen to the contrasts. The modern flute is more in tune with itself. And we're all in tune with the music of Lisa Wildman as she plays some flute unaccompanied, just something she recorded at home for our pleasure. Here is Lisa Wildman, Bourre Anglaise, Sarabande, and Allegro in C. Thank you. 
some beautiful flute music given to us today by Lisa Wildman for Song of the Soul. The three songs, all Bach written, were Bure Anglaise was the first one. The second one actually has got Spanish influences with some Arab influences and some other things, kind of dancing that came from Spain, Sarabande or Sarabande. And then finally, she ended with Allegro in C, all by J.S. Bach. And again, for Song of the Soul. Now, Lisa Wildman, as you heard in the first song that she shared for her Song of the Soul, has a beautiful voice. And I imagine there must be, Lisa, within you, it's orderly children who can take turns. But I just can't imagine you not singing, and then you have the flute to your mouth, and that prevents you. Did you have to choose between performing in the orchestra in high school and being in the choir? I did, and I chose the orchestra. (laughs) Which influenced where you went for university, right? (laughs) Yeah, flute was my emphasis. I didn't really take voice lessons seriously until I was in my 30s. Really? That's amazing. Uh, beautiful. I I haven't taken it seriously yet, unfortunately, even though I'm part of a monthly song circle for 40, 50 years. I love singing, and I don't do it particularly well because I don't really know the notes. You've heard the African proverb, right? If you can walk, you can dance. If you can talk, you can sing. Or maybe I got it backwards, did I? I'm not sure, because I would only know it in French, of course, you know. <laughs> I, I learned all my proverbs in French because of being in Togo for Peace Corps. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. But I really do wonder about your singing. And you did do some singing early on, you said. But were you ever in a choir like in, I mean, I understand you grew up attending Unitarian, UU. Was there a choir or something you were part of there? Did you play your flute for their services or anything? I would frequently play flute in high school growing up. Yeah, there was, it was a small church, so there wasn't a choir. Where in Texas were you? Dallas, Texas. I learned an amazing thing when I interviewed Francis Morlape, the author of Diet for a Small Planet. She grew up in a small town in Texas. And after she did an overnight with some of her friends, she had gone with them to their church service. She came home and their parents, who were of liberal bent, when she was saying, well, yeah, but heaven's like this and God and this is good and this bad, because she had learned it at her friend's church, that motivated them to start their town's first Unitarian church so she would have good spiritual influences. What was your influence growing up? How was it as a community or as a, you said it was small, so maybe it wasn't as central? How was it for you? Well, more music would have been nice, but oh, it was a wonderful community to grow up in because you were taught to think for yourself. And I'm sure if I wasn't Quaker, I'd be a UU again. I think there's a lot of overlap, a lot of similarities. Absolutely. Are there other things that you carry out of your UU background or when did you actually connect with Quakers? What age? Well, I went to my first Quaker meeting as a college sophomore at Swarthmore College. Oh, you were at Swarthmore. Okay, I didn't know that. That kind of tells you something. And Frances Morlape, by the way, she kind of grew up from the age of 10 or something as Unitarian, was very influenced by it, but she went to Earlham College. Oh, yeah. So she got her Quaker influence there. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, it's really interesting growing up in Texas as a UU, because let's say it's more, when I was growing up, more the Southern Baptist theology prevailed among my classmates. So (laughs) being told to think for yourself, that really made me stand out among my friends. They thought it was pretty strange. I love what I've seen come through your life. And so why don't you share some more of your music so we know some more of the facets of Lisa Wildman's character. Well, let's stick with the unaccompanied flute music because Syrinx by Claude Debussy is one of the most famous outside of the Bach unaccompanied pieces. It really sounds like a soul crying out. It's from a play and it was Pan as he was dying. And Syrinx, I don't recognize the word. I, I, I think Sphinx as I look at it, but Syrinx, S-Y-R-I-N-X. Syrinx, I believe, was a wood nymph who turned herself into a reed of grass to escape his, what we would now call uh, sexual harassment, I think, if memory (laughs) serves. And he took a reed of grass and played this beautiful melody on it out of, I think, sadness and longing, which, oh, that's interesting. I never thought of that before. So many of the songs I've picked, the words are about sadness and longing. And also this song, I'll be interested when you listen to it, if you hear that as well. We'll listen to Syrinx, performed by Lisa Wildman. And actually, uh, if you come to NordenSpiritRadio.org, you'll find a link to videos on Lisa Wildman's YouTube channel, her performing this song. Here is Syrinx by Claude Debussy, written back in 1913, Syrinx.
beautiful performance there is by Lisa Wildman. I guess in the age of COVID, when you can't get out and get together with your music making partners, you have to learn to do more things solo. And then she performed Syrinx by Claude Debussy by herself, which is so sweet. And again, on the NordenSpiritRadio.org website, you'll find links to her videos. Actually, when you want to track down Lisa Wildman, come via NordenSpiritRadio.org. On Facebook, it's Lisa W. Music. And again, we have the link. And on YouTube, she has a custom link. So it's youtube.com slash C slash Lisa Wildman with the L and the W capitalized. And I'm also on Twitter as Lisa W Music. Yeah. So you can Twitter with her and YouTube with her and Facebook her. All of those things we'll try and include on NorthernSpiritRadio.org. On our site, we've got 15 years of our music, including the interview with Lisa from back in 2010, where you'll hear more of the music that she does. But all of our guests of the past 15 years are on their links and comments and rating. And so when you come, do post a comment about this interview, do rate it, and then stare at that donate button and see if you want to support and make Northern Spirit Radio continue. We do it by your phone. It's full-time work, but we don't take money from government or from corporations. It's from people who want to make music and activism shared with the world that's driven by spirit and by people. Our programs are broadcast on some 42, 43 stations nationwide, community radio stations. So when you're supporting us, you're helping us raise up voices of musicians and activists across the country. So please support us and support those community radio stations. I'd actually suggest you do that first because having news that's got local roots and that's controlled by real people instead of corporations is so absolutely important. So start by supporting there. And then follow all these links to Lisa Wildman and go on to more music. We just had Claude Debussy. We've had some of J.S. Bach. And we started out with a song, My Heart Will Go On, which Celine Dion made famous. What else shall we share? Well, let's do the one other flute piece I selected, Danny Boy on solo flute. Again, it's about missing someone who's far away. That's what the lyrics are. Now, you like to sing it, right? I do like to sing it as well. But I heard uh, James Galway. This is kind of his signature tune. And wow, hearing him play it live. What an inspiration. So the tune might be called Danny Boy. At least that's what the lyrics were put to it in 1913 by Frederick Weatherly. He's the one who wrote the lyrics for Danny Boy. The tune's been around forever, and we know it as the London Derriere as well. Let's listen to this beautiful tune played by the wonderful Lisa Wildman, Danny Boy.
We're getting some wonderful samples of Lisa Wildman's flute today for Song of the Soul. She performs in many guises. Uh, You haven't really lived till you've heard her do country music. She's done opera in the past. And back in 2010, Lisa, you told me you had never done rap. Have you corrected that omission yet? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's for someone else to do. I have become a big fan of Zydeco and Cajun music and dancing, and I know you're a big dancer, Mark. I've been volunteering as a booking agent for Allons Danser, which, as you know, means let's dance. So in addition to promoting my own music, I've in the 10 years since I saw you last, I'm also promoting other musicians. And uh, I even started teaching Zoom flute lessons to the granddaughter of the great C.J. Chenier. Isn't that something of a challenge? I mean, it's like, let's go into the halls of the mighty and show off, huh? It's a real honor that he asked me. And it's nice to get back into teaching flute, which I haven't done in a while. And doing it over Zoom, well, oh, it's nothing compared to what most teachers are having to learn to do right now. It's, uh, I mean, we're, we're glad we have these vehicles so we can still teach. And she's down near Houston, and I'm up in Pennsylvania, and we have our weekly lessons. And it's been great to get back in touch with that. Say a little bit more about what you've been doing throughout the pandemic, work-wise, socialized-wise, music-wise. So I was working as a hospice social worker, and ironically, in the middle of a pandemic, (laughs) got laid off because people wanted less people coming into their homes and coming into nursing homes, and that was one of the things a social worker would do. And I loved hospice social work. And I loved bringing in my music and music therapy skills, singing to the patients, particularly those who didn't have verbal skills. That's where music can come in and singing to people as they lay dying, singing old hymns that their family told me were important to them, or singing also to patients with dementia, getting them to sing. It was so rewarding. And I was sad to lose that job. And during that time, I guess, to try to offer comfort to others, but just as much to uh, be therapy for myself. I made some of these videos uh, that we've already talked about and to offer comfort to others. And then I got hired as a contact tracer in August. And that's been just wonderful. I just love it because I feel like I'm part of the solution. Yeah. Well, let's go on with your song of the soul, your second song of the soul, again, since we first met back in 2010 and did this. Well, I guess along the theme of, we just did Danny Boy before this, I believe, Wayfair and Stranger, that's another song about longing to, I guess, go to heaven and be with our loved ones. I don't think of you as a pining type of person. I guess I see you more dancing Sidaco, maybe. But does this song particularly call to you in some important way? It, maybe you actually grew up with some of this theology, too. I don't know. It was in the Texas air. Yeah, Wayfair and Stranger was one I think I heard growing up as kind of a folk song. I don't know. I've just always loved, I've always loved it. Tell me about the performance that we're going to be listening to. It's you and Larry Toto? Yeah, it was at Abington Friends School. They did like a parent talent show as a fundraising thing. And I think this might have been the first time Larry and I played together. He's also a Quaker. He's a member of Abington Meeting, I believe. And his wife, Gail, and I've become very friendly with them. But I think this was the first time we played together. And he's been in the more recent iteration of Group W. And 
Larry and Gail have both become really good friends, and I, I enjoy making music. It's good to travel with Lisa Wildman and Larry Toto as they together perform Wayfaring Stranger. Traveling through this world of woe, but there's no sickness, toil, no danger in that bright land to which I go. I'm going there to see my mother. I'm going there, no. I'm only going over got Lisa Wildman here today for Song of the Soul, and she and Larry Toto perform that song together. There's a link to the video on Lisa Wildman's YouTube channel that you'll find via northernspiritradio.org. Follow that link. Larry is one of the later iterations of the group W, the folk music group that Lisa Wildman performs with. But that song was a traditional one called Wayfaring Stranger. A more of heart's longing here today with Lisa Wildman. Tell me again about what's happening with Group W, what happened with Group W, how many iterations, what is the length of life of Group W, and are you the only stable one in the group? (laughs) Am I stable? I don't know, but yes, I'm the through line. I'm the only stable member, if you want to put it that way. I don't don't mean to put a burden on you, you know? Yeah. Well, musicians are chronically unstable, you know, so music is what gives us our stability. (laughs) 
So who's the group or what's the group or where's the group? Or if we said, hey, in June, things are going to be open, could you bring the group together? If you got a paying gig, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was wondering about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think this would be a good time to segue to Tides of Our Lives because along the lines of longing, I've been missing Severio Minicucci, who plays Hammer Dulcimer so beautifully on this song. The words were written by Harris Extute, who's a member of, I think, Wrightstown Meeting. And this he wrote the poem after his wife died. And I, one of the few times this has happened to me where I read the words and I heard the melody immediately. And I changed them a little bit to make the song. So it's both of us together. And then Mark, earlier when you were listening to the song, I don't know if you remember, you were sort of waving your hands like this. And that made me so happy because I wanted the song to have that feeling of the rolling waves because it's in 6-8 time. So I was I was pleased that you were getting that feeling from the song. Oh, definitely. You know, one of my favorite, I guess to me, the holiest of temples is nature itself. I love walking in the woods near where I live. And another favorite holy temple is the seashore. And that's very much the feeling of this song. That When you look out on the ocean and you see the tides and you realize our lives ebb and flow just as the tides do. And there's there's an eternal feeling to it. You'll get that from the song, The Tides of Our Lives, co-written by Harris Extute. It's performed by Group W back some years ago, The Tides of Our Lives. Take me with you. You'll never change. Take me with you. 
Group W performed that song, co-written by Lisa Wildman and Harris Extute. The Group W population at that time included David McCullough and Severio Minicucci. Yeah, I miss him terribly. Oh, he taught me so much. What happened with him? He died of a heart attack about 12 years ago. Yeah, he was a, he was a wonderful friend. He was a wonderful musician. Uh, taught me so much about playing the guitar and about songwriting. Part of what I experience, Lisa, is so much of my emotional life, the roots of it, the vocabulary for the deep passions of my life is embodied in songs. And so singing with someone on a particular song is, for me, it's kind of like the roots that hold up my life. I couldn't agree more. There's so much beautiful music you're part of. Again, uh, Lisa Wildman does music of all sorts. No rap that we've heard of yet, but country music or opera or folk or children's music or whatever. It, peanut, we haven't even talked about peanut butter jellyfish, but those links are all on org. How, though, can we conclude your Song of the Soul today, Lisa? Well, as, as I said to you a year ago, I was... Let's see, I was singing Handel's Messiah with the Philadelphia Orchestra, and then I was preparing to sing Amal and the Night Visitors, a wonderful Christmas opera. This year, none of that can happen. So I had the privilege of leading Christmas carols for Doylestown Friends Meetings Christmas Eve worship. And these last two songs are songs I did for that worship service. And they're Christmas carols. They're things that we connect with Christmas. Did you ever do Christmas caroling door-to-door at any point in your life? Oh, yes. In fact, I have a full Victorian outfit. (laughs) I sung at Macy's. I was hired a few years to sing Christmas carols in full Victorian uh, garb. I have the bonnet and the hoop skirt. and It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I hope I'll get to do it again someday. Well, we each have our talents. You get to dress up Victorian and Christmas Carol, and I get hired to Santa Claus, and I can do a ho, ho, ho as best as anyone. <laughs> I can see how you would get chosen for that. Yeah. Well, the last two songs we're going to end with are I Wonder As I Wander and Go Tell It on the Mountain. Again, Lisa Wildman is rich in music. Go to her YouTube channel. We have the link on northernspiritradio.org. It is youtube.com slash C slash Lisa Wildman. Again, follow our link. It's easier. On Facebook, you can find her at Lisa W Music, and that's her Twitter handle as well. So, Those are all linked on our site. And again, Peanut Butter Jellyfish, Group W with the orchestra. And what's the choral group you're with? The Philadelphia Symphonic Chorus. Your life is rainbows of music, and it's so wonderful that you were able to join me again after 10 years. Let's not wait another 10 to do the third one. Oh, it's such an honor, Mark. Again, we're going out with some Christmas music here. I wonder as I wander, go tell it on the mountain. Lisa Wildman, check out more of her via our site, and we'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul. Let your friends know, go tell it on the mountain. I wonder as I wander out under the sky How Jesus, our Savior, did come for to die for poor or
for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.